Lovejoy, actually. <laughs> right, should we do your correction first? So my, my correction, which was pointed out uh, in Correction various... corner, correction corner. Correction corner! We got it wrong. The correction this week, which a few people pointed out in varying degrees of fury, is in a, a couple of episodes ago now, we were talking about the anal fins. We do like referencing the anal fins. Yes, I was like saying anal fins. We just like saying anal fins. episode is called anal fins. We call it the anal fins episode, and but I think we wrongly attributed the anal fins to a different episode, and a couple of people furiously pointed out that it is, of course, in the Italian Venus, and we do know that. Mm. It's, the it's the Italian the Venus itself the, that has the, the anal Greeny fins. The Italian Venus, exactly. So I apologise uh, that we slipped up there. I think we were probably under the influence of perhaps some alcohol at the time <laughs> and other things. I mean, we'd we'd moved on. Frankly. I'd like to correct what I literally just said. I don't think the Italian Venus has anal fins. I know it was the dolphins. I was going to say we need to be. Uh, the Italian to... Venus is a. Man. We don't want to have to correct our correction. Yeah. Yeah. That that would be because I certainly meta. don't have any anal fins. <laughs> None of us have anal fins. Although, how would you know? Cause you but can't nor see are us. we then the subject of of a work of art by an Italian artist from the and maybe nineteenth century. Uh, no, it's earlier than I that. Think I think it was like sixteenth, oh, yeah, wasn't it? Which is sixteenth century. And send your correction to that. Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll correct the correction. It's probably wrong. Correct the correction next week. But in the meantime, we should probably open some more prosecco, shouldn't we? Oh yes. yes. Drink more Prosecco. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hello. We're on episode two, which is called... Out to Lunch. It's yeah. called Out to Lunch. It's by Roger Marshall. Have we had yeah. Roger Marshall before? I don't, I think, don't we think we have. have. Yeah, episode two, series three. Still can't believe Shall we're we on, already series on series three. We should do our introductions. Oh, yes. Don't forget. So, I'm Helen. I'm Em. And I'm Paul. I did a little wave then, <laughs> which was really... You like, Hi, imagine. everyone. I'm you waving. Yeah, waving. We, should do a little, we should do a little clink. Oh, oh yeah, clinks. Obviously, we have our obligatory prosecco, <laughs> our cheap glasses. Oh, I yeah. thought it clinked beautifully. I thought it was a beautiful clink. Mm. Series three, episode two, out to lunch. I found a summary online. Yay! It's a really short one. Yay! So it doesn't tell you anything, although it, it is factual because it's so short. So this is what happens in this week's episode. Eric is conned. Lovejoy sells paintings which are denounced as fakes. I mean, those things happen. They, they did both, both of those things very happened. factual summary. It doesn't yes. leave anything to the imagination. No. Normally it's like, you know, this happened, but did it? Or there's yeah. some element of suspense. That, Not yeah. at all. No suspense. On that. It didn't even touch on... Like, that wouldn't make you want to watch it, it would it? Really. If you, even if you'd still been factual, but said about the other things yeah. that had yes. happened. Like, Which we will tell you we all about. Will. We will. <laughs> some things happened. They were resolved. Shockingly, <laughs> shockingly, shockingly, <laughs> it all starts off with... A friend of Jane's, unsurprisingly, who needs to furnish her enormous house. I mean, I feel like that's a totally original. She does um, use the phrase point. "good egg." Oh, oh, oh I loved Mrs. Dalrymple. Dalrymple. Oh, she... I loved her. She also said "brick." She yes. did. Yes, you're, you're a brick. brick. You're an egg. You're a brick. That used to be in. Did you read Mallory Towers? They always used yes. to call yes. each other a brick. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know what that. Why, where that comes from? It's like I an said, egg. Isn't it? We haven't, we haven't talked. Yeah, but where does that? We haven't talked <laughs> linguistics for a while. We have what, what is with the whole like, "you're a brick"? Well, it means you know, tough, doesn't it? Because it means... you go like, "You're some wallpaper." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, but a brick is an integral part of a house. You can't do without so a brick. Maybe it means you're like supportive. So Jane and Lovejoy, who are business partners, we keep forgetting they're actually business partners. Working together, but in this episode. 
I'm sorry, but Lovejoy's massive. He is a tit. He's not a very good business partner, is he? He's the worst. And Eric has to step up. Eric, Eric the businessman was c- comedy gold, wasn't he? he? I mean, really? he was. He's done I, a course, you know. I really felt for him, though. No, the bit that I felt for was when someone said, how is he qualified to do this? And they were like, oh, his girlfriend's got a PhD in economics. And that made me feel kind of like, yeah, you go, girl. Like, he's not done it. She's done it. And he's yeah. like, well, she's amazing. So I'm just going to be as amazing as she but is. But we didn't get to meet Eric's girlfriend. We never no. Which was a bit and sad. Also, how did he meet someone with a PhD? Is that me being really snobby? Well, how did he meet someone with you, a PhD? You kind like, of think his life wouldn't normally include such people. Yeah. Unless she was selling antiques. She might yes, have Maybe her, she's posh. Or her dad was selling antiques or something. Yeah. She's, um, but it was it was Eric, Eric the businessman. Um, in his... Eric, his company secretary. Company secretary. So it opened in a team meeting, basically. Yeah. And, and it was. It was like all of the team meetings said, we're going to open with the minutes of the next meeting, but there aren't any. And, uh, and then like a really passive-aggressive kind of like, there are no minutes to agree because there was no meeting. And I'm like, yes, we've all been in that meeting, haven't it, we? Yeah. <laughs> the passive aggression is just it's the, the, the way the business of British business meetings, isn't it? Really? <laughs> but, I've, glan- I've glanced at my notes and realised that I've written Eric has a girlfriend. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa! <laughs> I've capitalised it with a with a. But I'm a bit PhD. sad that we didn't get to see her. He did say he gave up a promising career in security, and he says. Flippancy is out, which is something my therapist has said to oh, me. Really? Stop being flippant, just talk about it. Ooh. Flippancy is out. I mean, and Lovejoy is very flippant. Yeah. In this and episode, actually, that's quite relevant. Do you think Lovejoy should go to therapy? Lovejoy. I think everyone should yes. go to therapy. <laughs> so Lovejoy in the book up. definitely should go, go to, to therapy. therapy. I think Lovejoy in the, in the series as well could benefit. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Good for Eric, I think. Good for him. The, the the business is teetering on a knife edge of somebody who really doesn't... I mean, Lovejoy's not a businessman, is he? I don't think he's, he's just ever, a chancer. I don't think he's ever been off a knife edge, though, because when he says, oh, the bank are coming round, and he said, no, what are they coming round for? You know, we don't, we've never been in profit. We don't have any money. He says, he said, the banks have credit, not their not customers. Not their customers, exactly. Oh, that was very funny. That's a really good line. I like that one. And quite of its time as well, because wasn't there a massive recession going yeah, on yeah, at this time? Yeah, yeah. early 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Interestingly as well, because Jane refers to her dwindling assets as mm-hmm. well, that she's been kind of, you know, propping up, I guess, Lovejoy's business and, with and her. And her husband probably as yeah. well, you know, there's not these... Yeah, uh, he's starting to... He's starting to... Slide? I yeah. don't know. So Lovejoy Spending is too much time in, uh, what was it? Hull, uh, Harrogate. Huddersfield, Harrogate. 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 Tokyo. Um, okay. yeah, so, <laughs> so Lovejoy is MD of this, like, newly kind of energised Lovejoy Antiques, but doesn't really have... Particularly in this episode, has very little interest in actually running the business yes. at all. But he's fallen on his feet again because he's like... he's. So I don't know what's happened with where he was living before, but he's now house-sitting um, for some we person still that he house-sitting for this chap? So in the first episode... Oh, remember the same place. I think it's the same place because he said, oh, my landlord has said just stay there a bit oh, longer. Oh, OK. So, he's so it's your man from Spain. The Spanish guy, yeah, yeah. Which is dodgy in and with of itself. Casablanca yeah. is the house mm. he's staying in. It's, and it looks lovely and it's got like his business premises. It's all very nice. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so the bank's coming round, and he makes a terrible love to him. It's a terrible joke about the small business advisor. Like, <laughs> yeah. How small is How he? How small is he? I thought is that was small? quite funny. That's he calls exactly, him Tiny Tim. That's exactly what I would have said in a meeting, though. <laughs> only to be told that flippancy, the flippancy is, out. is out. Flippancy is out, Paul. The trouble is, is I, I'm really lucky now because I have quite a flippant boss, and it's a joy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's great. But then I got really confused because then they were in Already? a different house. 
Honestly, I'd already lost it. Oh, I wasn't too confused this one. Oh no, one. this one I understand. Yeah, they're in one. a different... But this is the bit that I didn't understand. So they've had their business meeting and then they go to this big house. Victoria's there, who we remember from yes. last time. They've obviously a pre-arranged weekend. Yeah, he's spending but the weekend with Victoria. his house, is it? No. No, it's the house of... I think they're staying with the solicitors. Ed so Edward Carr. Carr and yeah. then his yeah. wife, Diana, his wife, I think. Yeah. And they Edward is... I get they, it they both are solicitors or something. And they yeah. are the solicitors Quite of, a well-to-do couple with yeah. a little house. And they're, of, they're Alex and Jane's solicitors. Yeah. And they're going to stay at their house, I think. And obviously... Obviously, I get the feeling he's he's only been allowed in on all of this because Victoria's been invited. Yeah. So mm. Jane's friend, you see. So Lovejoy, Lovejoy comes along and uh, he travels very light. He has that tiny in. little holder. Blends in well, with he the has one outfit, doesn't he? <laughs> and his cap, his baseball cap, and that's and it's it. Converse. It yeah. all it all reminded me a bit of sort of Bloomsbury set getaway, didn't well, it? Well, I was, was going to say it reminded me of my boyfriend from Reading. Well, he wasn't really from Reading. He's from West Berkshire. Not the one from the Isle of Wight. No, not that. Keep up listening. No, that's the Isle of Man. Isle of Man, yeah. Um, but no, well, weirdly, his dad was small business advisor for a large <laughs> bank, Amazing. whole of the Southwest. So he, um, oh, they had a boat. It was really nice. But this whole bit where they stayed in the house reminded me of when I met him, and suddenly there was a window on this other world where you literally just lay around, like, listening to the radio, drinking wine, watching the cricket, not really doing. Anything. Anything. Except for Alexander, who claimed... Who was working. Some, had to work weekend. Some of us have to work, love. He was constantly on his little phone in his car. His car, his car phone. His car Loved phone. it. Loved the car phone. So, yeah, because actually, like, Jane's very anxious that Lovejoy gets started on this work they've got with Yvonne Dalrymple to furnish her house. Which is fair enough. And he's like, she's like, we're meeting them today. And then instead of me going to meet them, Lovejoy goes off to meet Victoria. And then when he gets there, it's really weird. Like, um, I think... Victoria's like, oh, Jane and Alex are coming tomorrow. And Lovejoy seems to not know this, which mm, is quite weird. Yes. It's like, do you not know that you're all going to spend the weekend together? Anyway, that was just... I did love their little trip, though, because they, they go bike riding. Yes. Yeah, and um, I can't ride a bike, so immediately... Valderie, no. Valdera, Valderie, Valdera, Valderie, No. Valdera. No, listen, <laughs> don't like it. It was. It did look. I thought it looked. It, it did, did look, look lovely. It did look. Well, anyway, they have a lovely time. They have anyway. a lovely time. Victoria uh, and Lovejoy and um, Lady Jane and around. Alex and what are their names? Diana and Edward. Diana likes Lovejoy. She says. Yeah, they all like. They all seem to like Lovejoy. I mean, obviously, because he's. I mean, Lovejoy's ideal life would be lying around drinking wine and doing nothing. So I realise yeah. he's, he's, he's made. I realise what a boring person I am, though. That when they get up the next day, what? Where are they? And what time of day is it that they get up the next day? And she says, "I'll pick you up at." Eight, I know, uh, and I was thinking, what time is it meant to be? That made no sense to mm. me at all. And then I got very sidetracked with something that really doesn't matter. Yeah, I, that's later on, wasn't it? I, I oh, yeah. the same because like they, when they finish the weekend, um, they're meant Presumably to it's again. Morning. They're meant to go and meet Dalrymple's or something later on. So Jane says to Lovejoy, "I'll pick you up at nine or eight forty-five or something." And they're it's like, well, "What time is it now? Yeah, <laughs> why don't you just and go straight there? Away like, you've got all your things be. with you." Just, exactly. I was yeah, a little bit confused yeah, about that. Very odd. What about that bit where Victoria did Jane's makeup and then Jane looked exactly the same? <laughs> <laughs> Very girlish. I think he tried to do the boarding school thing a little bit, wasn't it? It just hurt me so much when... Because I think Jane had realised, oh, you two really like each other, don't you? Yeah. And... Just like, oh, I fucked up. Also, at how much is her marriage just a becoming a bit of a sham? Yeah. Because yeah. that whole weekend, all he was doing was working anyway, and the rest of them were all having fun. And he was just like, well... She does the makeup. She says something like, "Oh, Alexander will love it." And he, Jane says, "Oh, he's never here to notice. He's too busy cooking up something in Hong Kong." Mm. 
I bet he is. Is that what you call it? <laughs> it yeah, it was just really... I just found the whole thing weird. I felt like I felt sad for Jane having this kind of realization of like, oh, my friend likes the boy that I liked, and I didn't tell the boy that I liked that I liked him. So yeah, I, don't I mean, have she a did wear a pulling on. cardigan to be fair. <laughs> They've had moments, haven't they? They've had moments. She has told him at one point, like she does. I can't remember the details now, but she has sort of said, like, let's let's do yeah, it. Yeah, true. And, and he said it because she said, one yeah. day you'll say it and you'll mean it. Mm. So they yeah, both sort so they of, kind of have. danced around each other yeah. a little bit. I think they? this episode and the next episode, it just felt so touching. It's like, oh, oh, I know, it's a little bit sad. Jane, who I've started off hating, is now like my favourite character. Because <laughs> I've, I've said, actually, I've written Jane looks sad when Victoria says, he makes me laugh. Yeah. And she does. She says, basically, he makes a laugh. And that's yeah. what you like in a partner. Yeah. yeah. Me and my other half got together because he had a picture of John Cleese on his wall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not only that, but that was the kind of thing. <laughs> when they wave everybody off in the morning, yeah. Joanna Romley's out there, sorry, Victoria, is out there standing on the gravel drive. She doesn't have any shoes on. No. In a dressing gown. I just, Is that what cold. posh people do? They yeah. don't wear shoes on gravel? I often don't wear shoes. On gravel? Yeah, it sounds yeah. really painful. I, I've often ambled around with no shoes oh, on all over no. the place. But so that's the weird thing. So that is the weird point we were just discussing. Where so Victoria is like obviously doesn't have anything. She's like kind of still on holiday from Peru or whatever, you know. So she's like just lounging around. But whereas everyone else has work to go to, to, work. Go to yeah. so Jane has to go off and meet the Dalrymples and Lovejoy. And they have this weird thing where Jane's like, oh, "I'll pick you up later." Like, why don't they just go together? Right. And also, Lovejoy then, leaves before Jane, but yeah. then he doubles back. Yeah, they this big pretense Fox. about it's kind of hot. It's kind of <laughs> It was kind of. It's hot. also kind of weird because, like, why make that big pretense about leaving the house and going back? Why not just stay in bed and shag Victoria? Because it's not like no, well, maybe he pe- thinks that Jane should have known. She'd have probably uh, physically dragged him out though, because she's worried about. You know, she was the one who was saying. Oh, I see what you mean. She was the one who was saying, "Look, this is a really, really important meeting. We can't cock it up. You exactly. have to come with me." So maybe, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. So he was like, "Right, I need to do this bit of subterfuge where I leave." And yeah, then just exactly. literally go, go into the lay by with like they like you know truckers like you know burger van get a coffee and then go back but i mean yeah and obviously gets into bed with Victoria. and eric defends him like when jane's like but he left before me he should be back here when they're at love and teats and eric's like oh maybe something's happened to him maybe he got caught somewhere well, eric genuinely doesn't know yeah. where he is though does he but then, so obviously, Jane, so obviously, predictably, Lovejoy doesn't turn up at the Dalrymples no, of the meeting. Indeed. And Jane rings the house where they've been staying, where Victoria and Lovejoy are. And <laughs> the phone's ringing. And then, obviously, they're in bed. And um, Lovejoy's like, oh, don't worry, don't answer it. It's not for us. And she's like, well, how do you know? He's like, I'm a divvy. I know these things. <laughs> like, the like, you're kind of like, you know, what's the word? Like, taking your gifts in vain yeah like actually it is for you uh, and surely being a divvy doesn't mean that you know these oh, things oh but no. then he put pull, when know. he pulls the covers over their heads so i was like oh, oh yes yeah, so they were they were, obviously, they were getting it on and then we meet the darwin pool well we meet mrs darwin pool yeah that's where she calls her a good egg oh yes yeah. it is she's terribly worried she's got people coming she's got a she's got a what, what is it like an opening it's got to be it? ready on the 14th and her daughter's coming book tickets from australia oh yes like yes. you yes yes so the whole house needs furnishing by the 14th, although we don't actually know at the time what date We don't know how long it is. Yeah. Is this a normal thing, by the way? People are like, I just want the whole house furnished, because we just kind of bought the bits and bobs we already had from Ikea. If it's I had... really posh, and you can just pay someone to if do I it. If I had money, I would 100% what pay What are they doing with all their own? They must have lived somewhere before that. What do they do with all their old oh, furniture? Oh, that's a good point. I don't know. Maybe that's they sold all their furniture to buy the new place, and then they just lived in it empty for ages <laughs> until they got enough money again. I don't think that money is an object no, no. for these. Um... Maybe they'd moved from a smaller house to a. 
bigger house. <laughs> very, very big house. Very, very, yeah, I mean, it was a massive We are talking, house. like, obviously, like, I mean, it's I mean, good home sure. level, yeah. Um, and then we go to this other plot, as you said, Sam, Paul, with Eric and Tink. Oh, yes. We've, we've sort of, so we've got two plots. Um, so the Eric plot, uh, again, Eric getting a bit big for his boots. Isn't mm. it, isn't it uh, what they call hubris that happens, yes. really? <laughs> yeah. There's a bit so, of hubris going yes. on. Because Eric, Eric is holding the fort with his, you know... With his suit. <laughs> his suit and his business, whatever it was gone that he all did. Prof- Eric, Eric's gone all profesh. And this, this <laughs> chap comes in, and I have to say, he was quite convincing. This this sort of diffident chap yeah. comes in and says, basically, will you do a house clinic because my sister's died. And he's got a black armband on his um, like jacket, hasn't yeah. he? And he seems very kind of... Yeah, like you say, diffident and a bit just and just like would you would you mind unassuming. coming and coming and doing this and uh, uh, Mr. Reynolds again? You makes you wonder though because Lovejoy, you know, we've said before Lovejoy is a very good judge of character as well as a divvy of yes. so he's a divvy of people as well as a divvy of things, arguably. And I'm wondering if Lovejoy was either a off his guard or b setting t- uh, setting Eric up for oh, a fall. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Oh, which of those it was? Because I, I thought def- the former. I, I thought, thought he's so, former. like, in love. And yeah. sort of, all he's thinking about is when he can next shag Victoria. You know, like, he's not turning up to meetings. He's not doing his work. Mm. All he's, like, thinking about is her. But, but it so was, I thought it was just that he was It was interesting. But interesting, that Because I was, like, flipping yeah, between so the two. Yeah, so it's like a sort of power play of, like, yeah. no, you're actually not allowed to be better at this than I am. Because Even though you have bought a suit and you are better at it. But it's quite an expensive, like, Although it gives him a float, so there's an there's a limited amount of money mm. and I wonder if he was setting him up to see to actually genuinely to see what he did because um, I mean I don't know we could almost just cover the, should we cover this plot now we might as well so Eric and Tinker are going to do a house clearance for Mr Reynolds even though they've said oh we don't do house clearances and then Lovejoy says we don't do house clearances and then suddenly they are doing it and which is more way which is why I thought he'd set them up because he says we don't do it and then he has this little brainwave and you see him go actually Eric Go on, you, you do, do it. it. Here's you a do float. it. You're so clever. That's really you interesting. Do you see what I mean? Kim? Yes. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> listeners, Kim will know. Listeners, <laughs> listeners, what do you think? But no, I did. The, the cynical oh, little bit of me thought he was setting. And he gives him a two grand he float, a two grand not... cash. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he and he basically sends him off to have a look. Him and Tinker, Tinker yeah. uh, to go and have a look. And I, I I didn't necessarily think he was setting him up for a fall in terms of knowing it was a scam, although he might have been because he is normally a good judge mm. of people, but at least setting him up to not do it for not well. very well. Interesting. Could well be. I don't, I, you know, that was, they didn't that make was... a big thing of saying we don't do house clearances. They did. That was why. Yeah. That was why I thought that. But maybe I'm being a bit mean about, about <laughs> Lovejoy. Who knows, yeah. Well, you know him better than anyone, though. Well, exactly. So, so they go to Mr Reynolds. has a brilliant moment where, like, because they're trying to like, like look at all the like look all professional. Obviously, Tink is a bit more professional, but look at like examine all the furniture in Mr. Reynolds' house or his sister's house, and and so it's like, oh, Tink, have you got your have you got your eyeglass? And Tink's like, I've got my trousers on, I've got my eyeglass. <laughs> I was just like, oh, but Tinker Tink. has to tell him off because Eric. Actually... Yeah, Eric calls him at one point. Oh, my man. He my says, man. oh, my man. Well, and I was like, oh, mate, don't push it. Which is why I thought again they might be setting him up because he he sort of deserves it in some ways because he is a bit. You know, getting too big for his boots because actually Tinker knows what he's doing. But there's one Nothing point, but there's this chap who's really very, very well playing the whole bereaved uh, brother. And there's a beautiful picture of him and his sister in a silver frame, yeah. and that's on the mantelpiece, and he's showing them around his sister's house <laughs> and, and all his sister's And Eric goes, got any silver? <laughs> <laughs> Eric is not all heart, is he? In this no, oh, no. I mean, and then he's like, "What do you think? Fifty quid?" And Tinker's like, "Don't be an idiot. It's twenty-five. So you can see that Eric's kind of got the the push to yeah. do it, but he hasn't 
got he's not the built knowledge, the knowledge yet. yet. He's trying to run before he can walk yeah. a little bit, isn't he? So what they what they do in the end, I think they give him a grand and a half of the float, don't they? The two yeah. grand float. And it's a little bit sad. I felt really sad at this point because Mr. Reynolds says, oh, you know, it's not much to show for a life. And they give him this money and they say, you know, this is what we'll pay you for it. We'll come and we'll pick it up tomorrow mm. um, or we'll pick it up later, whenever it is. And here's the cash. So they make that mistake, really, of giving him the cash and then there's Without a gap the before they have the stuff. Yeah. So, and they ring Lovejoy, they gloat, they're like, yeah. oh, we only paid a grand and a half. Again, hubris, classic hubris. But also, exactly, because that's the other thing, because I actually wrote, they rip off Mr. Reynolds. And they point, do, was, really. At this point, I was thinking like, oh my God, like poor this poor old guy, because I was, I was fooled, listener as well. I was fooled. Yeah, yeah. so I was like, they're taking three three grand of antiques off his hands for one and a half. I was like, this is And this is meant awful. to be a bereaved you man. Know, and so they're... at this point, I'm like, oh, they're, they're terrible. So it's not even the case of... they are? And again, maybe that's like, they get they come up. It's not even the case of, well they're worth this but we can sell them for more they've mm. actively diddled him and there's a difference between that yeah. and well we'll give him two grand because they're probably worth that but we know we can yeah up them or touch them up or do whatever yeah. we do you know yeah. but i think in lovejoy's defense when eric rings him and tells him eric rings lovejoy to say oh i've done this this is this is how we've done it i'm really pl- pleased with myself they're kind of gloating and lovejoy definitely at some point it might not be the phone call but he says oh i remember my first big job when i first got a big sale and it was brilliant and i was so excited i'm so proud of you which makes me think that he wasn't setting him up yeah that's the yeah, thing. it's hard to know isn't it i think it's an interesting idea it's could do a poll i'm interested to see what I think other we people should do a think poll, yeah. about whether he was well, there's three options, really. Was he Was he just... Did he let his guard drop? Mm, did he set him up? Or was it just a genuine, like... Mistake. Because, you know, yeah. actually, how would you spot it, necessarily? Because he isn't, yeah. ultimately, a divvy of people. He's, he just comes as a yeah. a byproduct. But anyway, so, to back to Lovejoy and... Yeah, so well, maybe we should just... Because we kind of have hinted at it, so maybe we should just kind of say... Mr that, Reynolds. So, like, when they do turn up, they borrow a butcher's van to go back and pick up the stuff. Yeah. And there's an old lady there, all confused, you know... <laughs> Um, She's basically like, going who like, the hell are you? Who are you? And he's like, oh, do they, do they even say something like, oh, aren't you dead or something? <laughs> Yeah, they, like, yeah, you're not meant to be here. I no. think they say you're not meant to be here. And she's like, "Who do you think I am?" I'm, so it's my I'm, house. Because again, Tinker shuts him up. She, uh, Eric says, "You're meant to be." And Tinker sort of goes, "Uh, yeah, stop there." <laughs> <laughs> that was quite funny. That's right. And so basically, we she, learned that they've she's been had her varicose veins done. She's, she's had her varicose veins done. So she's, she's been in hospital. hospital for like two nights, hasn't yeah. she? Who is he? And how did he have the key? Well, who knows? We find out who he was. Exactly. We'd never find out like how he. He so, might have been I, someone from the hospital. Maybe that's what I don't know why I thought. What that. you mean, like they do in house, where they just go and rootle around? Maybe everybody. that's why I thought that's it. That's what always amuses me. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we always talk about people yeah, being detectives. As soon why as an old in... lady comes in, he's like, she in... seems quite posh. Yeah. I'm going to go and take her keys out of her bag. Break in into house, house, in house, there's always somebody kind of hooked up to loads of machines in a coma, and they just mm. go and rootle around in their apartment <laughs> to find the clue. To know? find the clue I to the terrible exactly fungus so, they've inhaled. Yeah, so we don't know where Mr. Reynolds, if that's his real name, came from. But yeah, so basically, it turns out they've been had. So you know, the, yeah, he planted the lady the hasn't died. The photo's been planted. The stuff is, you know, not his to sell, and so obviously they just lost the money. That's it. You know, she's not. You know, they, he's run off with the money. So yeah. So but yeah, as you say, back to Lovejoy and Victoria have gone to an auction. Yes. Oh yes. And uh, well, he's showing off, isn't he? Is he showing off? To I her think he is because she's. But also, she's almost playing up to it. So oh, she's she like, is. Should this be worth this much money? And he says that thing about. 
Oh, value. But that's down. a beautiful phrase where he said about value is what it's worth to the owner and, and the, it's about the, the cost is kind of what you pay for it. Price, price is, is what it's sold for. It's sold at. Value is what it's worth to the owner. That was it. Isn't and that there's beautiful? A mis- and there's a mysterious man there. Yes, a lurky man. I've just called him lurky man in my notes. <laughs> Again, this seemed a bit elaborate though because when we get to the reason it was there, how did he know... How did he set it up in such a way? It was a bit implausible. I yeah. liked this as a plot, and those of you who've seen it, which is presumably everyone listening to this podcast, um, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'd be really because yeah. otherwise it'd be weird. The, 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 lurky, man the, plot, yeah. the lurky man, and then Lovejoy basically spots um, like a sheaf a f- of paintings that drawings like just are drawings, and, yeah. and has an estimate of fifteen pounds. But within this, he discovers some valuable paintings, some Beckwith, uh, which some Beckwith, Lionel Beckwith, which is a really so, which is the who is the leading East Anglian contemporary landscape painter. <laughs> Victoria says, is that saying much? It reminded yes. me of the uh, largest... <laughs> so, Paul, you can probably tell this better than me, but the largest bronze-seated outfit. Oh, yes. Yeah, when I was in uh, I was in Hong Kong and we went to see this Buddha and it was described... <laughs> as you do. And it was described as the largest bronze-seated outdoor Buddha in <laughs> Southeast Asia. <laughs> and I thought... Less and less impressive <laughs> as the description went down. It's like the largest bronze-seated outdoor Buddha in Southeast Asia. It just reminded me of that. You know, Lionel Beckwith is a yeah. leading East Anglian contemporary landscape painter. It's like, and even Victoria even said, "Is that saying much?" <laughs> and then you know, he got references of Constable, who like, is not contemporary. No, <laughs> he's like, well, John uh, Constable. Because that really confused me later on. Because I'd somehow I assumed he was missed dead. the word yeah. contemporary and assumed that Beckwith was dead. Well, well I, I did because he, he mentioned Constable. Yeah, yeah. you are a bit like. Um, but yes, yeah, so anyway, he finds these Beckwiths hidden within these other, and so he's like, oh, they've just been. Someone hasn't spotted them. I'm gonna. So he bids on it and he gets it for twelve. Quid. No, he can't bid on it because he's worried that she people bids know who he is. Right. So he makes she, Victoria bid right. on it. If he bids, bids on, on it, people will go. He spotted something yeah. and they will up the bidding. So she gets it for twelve, 12 quid. And I even I was quite clever at this point because I was like, lurky guy. After he buys them, lurky guy is still there. Is painting a lure? Oh, for me that's quite knew. smart. I know. Normally I'd normally I'd be like. Oh, I don't know what this is about. Well, I thought he was going to nick them. I thought it was going to be, you know, something like that. So, actually, Mm. it was a really... The first time I watched this, which was a while ago. This is the series, by the way, that I can recite pretty much. (laughs) This is the series I've watched. I mean, it was very good. So, I did think, like, yeah, that guy has wanted him to buy those paintings. Oh, yeah. Obviously, at this point, we don't know. Again, it seemed one heck of a gamble. I know, yeah. Yeah. Because he might not... Like I say, he might not have bought them, and then none of this would And nobody would have known they were important. And also, then how would he have got his paintings back? Anyway. Yeah, it was very... Mm. Yeah, because also... I guess he could just paint some more. But also, he didn't... Yeah, I mean, maybe it's something that he does... Uh, yeah. well, not a lot because then it would be I mean it, it, there were a lot of holes in this plot mm. and I'm not really overthinking it because again I don't know how he would have got them back because what Lovejoy then does is sell these paintings for a massively inflated price or, or not inflated what they're worth yeah to Deborah um, to well it's his, inflated from the £12 to, isn't to, it because it's a grand pounds, each but <laughs> as in for probably less than they're actually worth to uh, their friend Deborah who is opening uh, a gallery but again when you get back to Lurky Man, it, it's a bit <laughs> of a... Um, I didn't know who he was. Well, well, we weren't. We weren't supposed to know who he was. There, it was a long shot of, you know, I presume that the best he was hoping for was he would see them for sale or they'd be entered into an auction, perhaps, yeah. and he would then turn up later yeah. on and 
we will obviously, you know... That's a good point, because actually... Again, I'm overthinking everything that's, that's in the episode, because I've seen it so many times. That's true, because they sell them to Tink's friend Deborah, who is, uh, you say, opening a gallery, so they're displayed, which enables... What happens to happen, happen, which will tell you but, but, but how could he have known that, the person who planted them? Because actually, yeah, normally Lovejoy would just have them in his, like, showroom or whatever. People he could have given might, them or, like, to Mrs. Give them, couldn't yeah, he? to someone who he knows or whatever, which and he, then how... In a way, kind of does. Yeah. But also, did we all spot who Deborah was? No. No, it was Deborah. It's Lynn from Alan Partridge. No. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. I did not spot that. Sorry, yes. that was very high pitched. No, no, it was. <laughs> it was, you're That's right. You're but right. the only reason. Now you say it, I'm like, of yes. course it was Lynn. But the only reason I oh noticed was because at one point she did an expression of such kind of. Oh, I don't know what the word is. She did this kind of expression of kind of. Oh, I knew this, and here I am in this situation, and why have I been such an idiot? And this man's a total twat. Which is, but I also care about him, and I don't. So it was very Lynn expression, and it was that that made me go, Ah, of course, I know who you are. So yeah, so they sell the paintings to Lynn for three grand. Her name's Felicity Montague. Oh, oh, it is, you're right. Yes. right. Yeah. Ah, oh, so so they sell the paintings to Deborah, yeah, for three grand. Oh, the means of prize. Lovejoy takes Victoria to the auction because that's his world. And then so Victoria's like, right, now I'll take you to my world. So she takes him to a horse auction. <laughs> and then, and obviously Lovejoy's like, just does, he what, doesn't care, does he? He doesn't really? give a, no, he's not very like, um, you know, because she's actually quite interested in his auction, whereas he's yeah. just like, what? He doesn't is even it? pretend. No, which it's I kind of admire, really. It's, it's well, like I wouldn't be able to with pretend. With boyfriends, where boy, all the boyfriends that you have will teach you like one thing. Yes. So if Lovejoy's your boyfriend, he's going to teach you something about antiques. Mm. Like I had a boyfriend who taught me that um, a, a load of commuters on bikes is called a Frediton. So you know, like it's a Peloton because they're all called Freds. Like yeah. I love that. Like a, a Daviton, I guess. Yeah, yeah a Daviton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so she, and then, so not only is he not interested, then the Dalrymples turn up at this horse auction, because obviously that's what posh yes. people do, they go to horse auctions. And then, <laughs> so, so Lovejoy spots them, they're like, oh, isn't that Lovejoy? And then he just scarpers. He's like, leg it, leg he's like, it. just legs it. And then the hides behind this little program, the little program from the, I think uh, it was at this point that I was, I was just starting to get really annoyed with his unprofessionalism. I was like, you, yes. you've really left your friends in the lurch here. Eric's in an yeah. absolute panic because he's lost your money. You you haven't gone to check on him. You haven't done anything. Oh yes. Jane's trying to furnish the Billy Dalrymple's house all by herself. Yeah, You're he's being a bit of a Eric. And in the meantime, Eric yes sells his bike. Because well, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I've lost one and a half grand for well, Lovejoy. He tries to tell him, so Lovejoy gets back and, and he's, right. he's mm. full of himself. A, because he's probably, you know, had full some of sex. sex. <laughs> and, and also, but also because oh. he's got these paintings. So both the things in life that he loves, antiques and women, have kind mm. of, yeah. you know, come up Trump's room, so to speak. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's no euphemism in there, or they kind of is. And uh, uh, so Eric's desperately trying to tell him and he's just not listening. Now, again, that's what made me think he'd set Eric up. And he's trying yes, to elongate oh, this. That's right, because it's very like, oh, yes, Eric, great world. Well, well like, no, done, Eric. Oh, no, you must be... No, don't say anymore. You must anymore. be so pleased. You exactly. must be so you are, Yes, you are, you are say it, the more I'm convinced. I think and actually, you're bringing me round to your point of view as well. Because actually what I've written next makes me think it even more, because basically Eric sells his bike yeah. to get the one... So he can basically give Lovejoy the money yeah. back because he feels so bad to get the one and a half grand. And then we kind of find out that actually that two grand was 
from Jane. So Jane's oh, given yeah. it to Lovejoy, mm. I presumably to buy stuff for the Dalrymples or yeah. whatever, some kind of business thing. And he's given it to Eric. So actually, it wasn't even Lovejoy's money. Well, it never is. So that's is it? Well, it's usually Eric's money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so again, it's like, well, why would he give two grand? But actually, it wasn't even his money. No, no. The more I think about this, I think you're right, Paul. And then it, it sort of races on a bit. I mean, this actually, it did have two plots that each could have been a plot in themselves. Yeah, yeah there's there a lot one. crammed in. And then now you go to the opening of the gallery. And again, Lovejoy's hobnobbing a little bit, isn't he? Yes. He's having a good old. He's got a lovely suit on, hasn't he? And, and in contrast, Jane's dress was, was appalling. It really, really was. Yeah, this was, was not a good era for fashion. No. Strange sort of schoolgirl dress. Is that the one? It had like a sort of. Oh, we have to try and, try and find a cell and put it on Twitter. But it had like a sort of lacy kind of. I don't, I'm not a fashion person, so I don't know what you call it, but like a lacy sort of thing along the top. It's like a boat neck. I'd call it unattractive. It was very girlish. It was very girlish. It was a very day dress for like a gallery opening. Mm. It just was awful. It's like sort of denim-y fabric, the rest of it. And doesn't doesn't love Joe compliment her on the new dress or something as well? Maybe it was very de rigueur for that one season. Yeah. (laughs) But you have this this very dramatic showdown, which is why I thought it almost seemed overplanned. And then I thought, well, maybe he was hoping to walk into an auction and do Mm. it. Um, But he walks in and basically uh, so that the the, uh, the mystery chap, oh lurky, lurky man, man. Turns, lurky up man to the gallery, yeah. turns up to the gallery, shouts up the stairs, you know, uh, stop the music. He pulls the plug out, stops the music. the music, which immediately just had all my heckles up because it reminded me of um, that one in the pub where they stop everything and go, "This is our furniture," and I, oh, didn't, yes. I didn't like that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. So this was even worse. This was that times like a hundred where he was like. You're saying these are Beckwiths, rah rah rah, and I was like, oh my god, are they're they not Beckwiths. Do you know what else I like though? Because he says Lovejoy says, well, I valued them. They are Beckwiths. Mm. He puts Lovejoy in his place, and again, very patronising, very way. posh, isn't basically he? saying, oh, you saw one once, and you know, did you? And on a calendar, on a calendar, on a calendar, garage. And then he says, you know, I am Beckwith. But there were two, th- there were, like one of the things I liked about this was that. Lovejoy doubts himself again, and we've said that before. When Jane mentioned the Basildon Bond way, mm. way back in series one, and he had that moment and of oh, Lovejoy it? doesn't have the confidence of going. Wait a minute, right? Get me the paintings. This bollocks. He, yeah. Even though he sort of knows because he does, he he does not doubt that he is fallible. He doesn't think he's infallible. No, that's true. And that's I like that. And that's in this situation where you've got Lionel Beckwith turning up saying yeah. these are not oh, yeah. Beckwiths. I mean, again, you, you you know, you would doubt yourself when you'd be, all oh, right, he's not, he hasn't got... Yes, because Lurky Man is he's Beckwith. Lionel Beckwith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. again, the, the assumption... Even at this point, I didn't even really believe he was Lionel Beckwith but I thought, because I believed Lovejoy's... Well, exactly, I, I thought, believe I thought, and I put Lionel Beckwith... I put Lionel... I wrote in my notes, Lionel Beckwith, with, like, quotes around it. It's like, Lionel Beckwith turns up with quote marks, <laughs> listeners in the air. Um, but again, the assumption it, is that Lovejoy, this is this is the sign that he really has let everything slide mm. because Lovejoy doesn't doesn't get things wrong. Yeah, yeah. and the press are there, so they go and write yeah. a story about... The, the, the East Anglian <laughs> press. Yeah. I mean, it's quite dramatic, isn't it? So I think it would make definitely make the local news. Oh, yeah. And then, I know I feel this is justified. So you know we have a go at Lovejoy being a detective and Bob, but then he does go and try and investigate this and I feel it's justified I think it's okay well he's he's clearing his own oh, yeah, name and his case, friend's name he yeah. turns detective but it's not about a crime no, no crime's exactly. committed it's just trying to find out what happened yeah to there him. wasn't anybody so this, he could this involve is, yeah. here so this is this is fine they go he, off to he, London normally like call the police but it's like he couldn't uh, well, yeah. the police would be like what is, well we don't care that is Lionel I mean he does say oh you're going to hear from my solicitor 
Mm. Um, which again, I just part of me thinks that would have been, that in itself, if it, even if it was true, is quite petty because it's a mistake rather than a yeah. Then he, he comes across as at the very least just a horrible, horrible yeah. little man. Yeah. So Lovejoy basically bribes the auction guy, doesn't he, to find oh, yeah. out like who planted. He says, oh, that they weren't in there. So he knows that they were planted after the fact, after they yes. were sort of admitted into the auction. And then so he goes off to... L- Ludrow goes off. Suddenly he's in London. As you yeah, know, he's in, in by Burlington Arcade. And also, like, I mean... Back oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come back to this, like, back and forth London. Like, anyway, he goes to London to see the Beckwith exhibition. But then he just, like... I, I didn't quite get this bit. Like, what was the point of going? He went there and then just went off again. The other thing that I didn't get was he that the, ex- mm. the exhibition is still really quiet. Yeah. Also... This also didn't ring true to me, though, because it was disappointingly easy for Lovejoy to get to the bottom of what had happened, and he didn't then deny it. Yeah. He just went, oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so Lovejoy goes to London to see the exhibition. I'm not quite sure why he does that. He then runs off back to Lovenham, um, and then they go to Beckwith's house, Lovejoy and Victoria. Oh, yes, that's it. I'd forgotten that. And they're clambering through. And they're like, is he in? And they see six crates of champagne being delivered which I don't know what the relevance of that is. And then, they, yeah, they climb over the thing and then they basically go into his back garden and they realise that the scenes in the fake Beckwith paintings are actually a Beckwith's back garden that you can only get to if you are Beckwith. Oh, yeah. Oh, which, which is quite clambering in. Which is also... Or, or anyone that's clambered in. So if you were trying to make a fake Beckwith, actually, that would be that quite would be clever. Really clever because they managed it. to do it and could just, like, take a photo and then mm. paint Beckwith's back garden in your own time. Anyway... <laughs> Um, they really her is a master criminal as you may know. yeah. <laughs> she thinks about anyway, these yeah things. so they, they realise that the fake paintings are, are his back garden and then they go back they go back, back again which must be why should go in the first, first place yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But but actually, it doesn't even work particularly because they basically say to him, and he's he's there, isn't he? he he's at the yes, yeah, so hanging around his own at his exhibition, yeah, just hanging around. And they confront him, and he is a massive knob and he's really got this like a bee in his bonnet about modern art and he's like you know I won the Turner when it was important and now it's just a pile of bricks in the tape and I'm like yes mate because times have moved on yes your paintings are shit people like, are interested in different in things yeah. interestingly yeah because the Turner shortlist was announced this week at the time of recording so it's quite it was quite oh. um it was quite contentious. what's the best thing you've ever seen at the Turner prize though we should talk about the Turner Prize. I've only know. been to the exhibition once, actually. I try and go every year except uh, when it was in St Ives and I think it was at Liverpool once. I, went, they'd I actually it went only once when it was in Derry, so not even in oh, London. There you go. Very yeah. often it is. Because um, I saw the massive arse a couple of years uh, ago. And that was oh, I saw that. You, walk, yes. you walked under a kind of yeah. arse arch. Arse arch. Arse. Sounds like the German for arse. I saw that and then the Jeremy Della stuff a few years ago. That was which did it win the Jeremy Della thing? I think it might have done. But also, anyway. like the fact that he's won the Turner Prize. I mean, that's dropped. It. I mean, like surely when Loved always explaining initially who this guy is, you he might should, ma- yeah he you might mention that because like he's kind of a big deal. Yeah, unless maybe he didn't win. Maybe he was shortlisted. No, he, he, he won. He he said he I won, won the Turner Prize yeah. when it was about painting, not I'm about a pile of bricks in a gallery. So he's a really, real man. <laughs> it's really interesting, actually, because the Turner well, Prize has been announced, shortlist has been announced this week, and there have been lots of articles in the press going like, "Is painting dead? Mm. You know, where's painting?" So it's quite interesting. Because even this is because obviously this was thirty years, 30 ago. years ago, and they there were saying been the paintings same thing. in it, and there've been oh, there's been photography in it, and then I think it was a video that won last year. It was that Scottish? Was it the Scottish lady that did a, a video? That yeah. was there was some odd stuff last year, but I. I've seen some bizarre stuff. The light going on and off, and it was just a light going on and going off. I quite like that. I'm going on. Yeah, I think, but I, 
interesting. I, I think, I mean, who knows? And what do I know? But I think Turner would would approve of all these things. Which is a light going because on. Because he was very, like, you know, he was avant garde and kind in of. In his day. In, of his time, you know. So I, I mean, who knows what he so That's just, a really stupid statement, but I, I kind of guess it's in the. I suppose what I should say is in the spirit of Turner. Shed boat I shed, I saw. That was quite good. Um, there was a guy so yeah. had a shed and then he made a boat and then he turned it back into a shed. Oh, I love oh, that. That's I just, cool. I find that. Yeah. I just find that very cool. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. Yeah, he just, like you said, Polly, he just admits it. So they go and say, like, we know these are your paintings, Beckwith, because it's your back garden. He's and like, he goes, oh, all like, right. Like, oh, yes. And he basically admits that he was trying to do it because he thought, well, I'll make a sort of scandal, a splash about my paintings, drum up business for my exhibition in London. Which it doesn't look like it worked, by the way, because there was nobody, nobody in the background at all. So. <laughs> and then now actually, all he, he's actually made these paintings worth more because of the scandal. So now they were worth like, a grand each. Now they're worth four grand each. Which they probably and Lovejoy would, has them. They so, bought like, them. He's actually, he bought them. Yeah. And well, they didn't even buy them. Victoria bought them. They're back them. into public consciousness. I wasn't quite sure about this bit. So basically, Lovejoy's brought, um, what's his name? Carr. I can't remember his first name. Ed. Edward Carr, the yeah. solicitor, who's like, oh, yes. with so, him so as, like, do, as his brief, you know. So you can do Beckwith for slander. Yeah. So basically saying like, you've, you've made Lovejoy out, you've, you know, done Lovejoy down, you've damaged his reputation. Right there and then in the gallery, right, they come to an agreement they're going to settle out of court and that Beckwith's going to give Lovejoy 35 grand. I thought that was brilliant. Tony gives him Why the brilliant, but again, is it like there might be a little bit more negotiation? Probably not, though, because it would wreck his reputation if it went to court. Either, that's true. You know, mm, I, think true. That, I think that that's was true. more plausible in that it that's really is. That's true, yeah. And then they also agree on four grand for each painting. So basically it's 35 grand plus four grand for each painting. There were four paintings. So Lovejoy's come out on top. Mm-hmm. Despite not doing any fucking work at all, well, apart from taking Victoria to an auction. He spotted the paintings, though, and that's his inherent Although skill. Does, is it in this episode that he says, yeah, it's ten minutes' work, but it's 25 years of... Yes. experience yes, so actually I've one, done him a bit she, of a disservice because there. she says but it's the, it's the same you know with, with sort of any skill I guess mm. uh, you know whether it's singing or writing or whatever it may be I yeah suppose. and then and then at this point the not dead woman you know, the woman Elsie that, was Elsie. Elsie? reappears and wants to Elsie. sell a piece of furniture so they I don't quite sure what, I mean I suppose it was nice I suppose it was Nice that she reappeared and maybe that they kind of had some positive connection with her. But this she... is why I think Lovejoy set the whole thing up because we don't find out who your man was. Mm, that's mm. true. Oh, you mean like really set it up? Yeah. Like sent Reynolds in? Yes. Oh, I thought oh. you meant more set it up. Oh like... my God, yeah. I want to know what other people think. I have think. to say, the more you're saying, Paul, it all fits together, doesn't it? I think it does. Oh, I, I think he's setting think that. Oh, I kind of like it, though. Because but it actually, all worked out for everybody. It worked yeah, out. Actually, then what happens is, so Lovejoy's but, got these, well, so it's four grand a painting, there were four paintings, so 16 grand, so he turns up with a cheque for 12 grand. Yes. So obviously everyone's like, okay, I mean, you know, I'm not that good at maths, but... <laughs> where's the other money and basically turns out that Lovejoy's bought Eric a new bike yeah. and it's a, so I and got overexcited because I thought he'd bought Eric's bike back no, he no he's bought and I was like oh, that's weird I wonder why he's bought it back presumably a four grand bike yeah. Yeah. and again that's what makes me think it's all I mean not and that bit a part of a plan I will say it's a beautiful, beautiful bike. bike by the way is the ending of this not the most joyous ending of an episode yeah, it's so cute. ever because it freeze frames <laughs> on them and it is Gorgeous, oh. isn't it? So all's well that ends well, as all's usual. Well, yeah, as usually. usual. <laughs> that's what, that's what you need from the BBC on a Sunday night. Yeah, isn't it? Is, <laughs> it is. It was. It was gentle, kind of. Now we've talked it about was it. Comfort it was so viewing, much crammed it? into that fifty minutes. I really it? enjoyed and it. And it was easy. I loved it. Easy to follow. Two storylines. Two <laughs> storylines to keep you occupied. 
a um, bit of a love interest. It kind of had. Like, everyone was in and, it. And, that and was the, yeah, and the potential like undercurrent like that police were about. Undercurrent. Like, did Lovejoy, you know, set the whole thing? There's a bit up. of a mystery, a bit of a cliffhanger a a that's still there and is never solved. Actually, mm. I mean, maybe I'm overthinking. I would love to hear what the what the listeners think. But, yeah. Like you said, because actually, I was like, as I just was saying, it, I was like, oh, why does the you know Elsie, the the one that was the not dead woman, as I called her in my notes. Turned up back at up at the end, but again, it makes total sense if, if her and Lovejoy if were in cahoots. They were in it. Together. Why, exactly. why else did she turn back up? Oh my god, I'm convinced. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so what have we learned? I feel like my what have I learned has now been ruined by thinking that Lovejoy might have been on it the whole time. We what, should have what, mentioned, by the way, that the Dalrymple house is all fine in case oh, anyone oh, yes. has well, kind of ongoing Apart concerns. from that hilarious oh, joke it? at the end oh, it, where Lovejoy though? says, It'll all be done by the 24th, don't worry. And as he leaves, they're like, It's the 14th. Yeah, so actually, is it done? Because they think like it will be done. Because doesn't he give them one of the like the really expensive beds? Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he gives one to them. That is a brilliant bit. Just got like I might notice because they keep going on because basically he mentions Sheraton at some point. They keep going on about how they'd like some Sheraton in their house. Oh yeah. And um, when they're at the gallery opening, Lovejoy like Jane says to Lovejoy, they've got their heart set on Sheraton. Lovejoy says, well, he's not doing much these days. Yeah. <laughs> That made me laugh. That was very good. Oh, that's reminded me in a very roundabout fashion that he had a very good tie on. He did look. He did, he did look quite yeah. good at the gallery opening. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, not what, a scarf though. Not a, not scarf. a scarf this time. No. But what? What? What's I learn? What I learned, although now I'm less certain about it. Although in my heart of hearts, I know this to be true. I learned that when you first like fall in love with somebody, uh, you really take your eye off the ball and you're going to cut yeah, stuff up. Yeah. And it's really going to come back and bite you on the arse. And it's very realistic <laughs> in that way, isn't it? Because when you do have that, you do just it's like... like I'm not on the phone, true. I'm not looking at my yeah. texts, I'm just literally in here, in this room with you, nothing else. I mean, I probably shouldn't admit this on... But this, oh, I'm not in the same job anymore, but like, I, I skived off days off work when I first met my partner. Oh, like, just because like, like, you know, it's like, so we're just like, oh, I don't want to go into work, so I want to spend the day with you. You have got a lovely partner don't go as in. well, oh. so, you know. Well, you're very this is the joy of working part time. Yeah, yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Which is what I do. But, mm. Yeah, but I'm not sure what I learned really. I just, I thought, I did think it was a lovely episode. It just made me. Th- it made yeah. me yeah. smile. Um, Lionel Beckwith is the most the, <laughs> leading. Was it like the number foremost one, landscape yeah. artist in or East Anglian contemporary Latin. landscape painter? That was it. <laughs> but I didn't think he's real, listener. I didn't think he's real. Yeah. I mean, was he supposed to be? I was trying to work out. I was trying to think of an equivalent artist. Oh, was he meant to be something that he yeah. could be like? And I couldn't really think of one because the only one I could think of was Hockney. Who, but now Hockney is huge, you know. So he's not meant to be. But as also, big I mean, he was was very posh, wasn't he? And I don't really think of no, David Hockney. Oh, Hockney's not posh. Hockney's the, the completely inverse. opposite. So yeah. actually, ignore that. He's just the only one I know because I love, and they're very different. I love Hockney landscapes, mm. but they're very bright, and yeah, bold, and yeah. over the top. Because nice I was, it was very. Like, and I went. Actually, well, I didn't particularly totally like old, the painting. He was the old guard, really. He wasn't was, he? and it was time for that's him to give up idea, his... Again, yeah. that's mirrored though with Eric taking yeah. wanting to take over the business and change and so. modernise the business. So. There's all of this thing about the old guard because somebody who was like Eric thirty years previous to that wouldn't have been able to even be in that position to put a suit on wouldn't. and call himself company secretary. Of course they wouldn't. He wouldn't have even not... got to the table. I quite like the way at the end it ended with a business meeting. Like it was nicely. Yeah. 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 Yes, that, that was yeah. lovely. Yeah, that is true. But yeah, I'm not really sure I learned anything. I mean, not that that means, but that's not a bad thing. I just really enjoyed it. Mm. 
Yeah, I'm just trying to think if I learned anything. Um, well, you, you've come up with your whole oh, well, plot about well, love driving. I mean, hold on, hold on, that she, hold no, on, no, that no, she no, is a detective herself. <laughs> I don't, I don't, well, I'm, I'm, I want to see what other people, what other people think about it. Mm. Um, I don't think I learned, mm. learned anything particularly, which is perhaps why I enjoyed it so much, because I... You didn't require too much concentration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is what we look for in I mean, I was so when I watched it as well. Although, when I, and I've seen it a lot of times, to be fair, but when I watched it, re-watched it for this episode, I was massively jet-lagged, so... It's the same thing actually, as being drunk. Yeah. yeah, similar, similar feeling. Mars, that's in? Oh, I loved it. Oh, I, I might even give it a nine. Whoa! I'm going to give it an eight. I'm going to give it an eight, nice solid eight, because it was good and it was funny... And there was a little bit of mystery. I was the only thing that I think let it down was Beckwith going, Oh all right. Yeah. yeah that was a bit too over. easy. Yeah, it was true. a bit I mean, I'm not gonna give it such a I'm gonna give it a seven point five, but I think it's mostly because I'm so annoyed by Lovejoy's unprofessionalism. Yeah. And I feel bad for Eric, even though he did get a beautiful bike. Like he was trying, and I know he was being a bit of a prick, and I know he was being a bit of a kind of upstart. But that's just his professional maturity. He's only just started. Bless him. Bless him. Mm. Do we have an antique of the week? Well, not really, because the Beckwiths I didn't like. No, I didn't. And there weren't really any other antiques. I liked. There was. There was the Harley. I want the Harley. (laughs) The Harley was lovely. I've written down um, Mrs. Dalrymple's scarf. But then I noticed that she wore it in... Because I don't have a scarf like this. Maybe I should get one. But she wore it with, like, the triangle down the back and then oh, knotted. Yes. Which was but, very much the style oh, of the time. But Victoria wore a scarf in a much more modern, I felt, she way, did. where she had it like a really massive choker. I can't really yeah. describe it. And it made me think, God, I would love to have, like, a really expensive, like, Hermes scarf or something the other thing I wanted it's not an antique that's what we're going to use our Patreon funds for this year (laughs) nice scarf a really expensive Hermes scarf (laughs) and we'll all Um, get a pulling cardigan (laughs) Um, I I did quite like the way they wore their jumpers over their shoulders yes Yes. Uh, that was an antique there was something very 90s about wearing your jumper sort of slung over and tied in front of you just upper upper class as well yeah wasn't there really they were all jolly good they had a jolly good time on their bike singing the happy wanderer I did write down the scarf but then I have put all the bike no, the Harley. It's got to be the Harley. It's lovely. I don't know if I could. Again, I'm I'm being very non-committal this week, but I think just I just enjoyed it for what it was. You um, weren't. You didn't have your eye out. I didn't have my eye out for antiques. I wanted to know what it was that Victoria was holding in the auction when she went. Is this really worth a hundred pounds? And he said his line about yeah. the value and the and the oh, price. I yeah, I can't but remember. I don't know what it was. Like you literally couldn't see. It, it oh, looked okay. like a shell or something. I was like, what's that? <laughs> we never knew. But we but yeah. we enjoyed that episode. That was a good one. Watch Absolutely. it if you haven't already. Yeah, definitely watch it if you haven't already, even though we just spoiled it oh, for you. why was it called Out to Lunch? Um, was it just because Lovejoy wasn't present? Just because yes, he wasn't there, of I think. Yeah. He was, you know, yes. It's that thing of, oh, you put a sign on your door going, oh, I've gone out for lunch. There's a lovely sign on the door of um, the shared office in our building that just says, if we are not here, we are making a cup of tea. And then there's a little picture of a cup of tea. <laughs> in case you earlier. <laughs> emphasise it. And it, they put that sign up, whatever it is they're doing. So if they say that... <laughs> Oh, I'm actually going to just nip round the corner and buy something from Primark. <laughs> yeah. We are making a, a cup, cup of tea. tea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. So there you go. Um, I think yeah, it's this done. week, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so join us online at yeah. Lovejoy A Pod or on Patreon, um, which is patreon.com forward slash Lovejoy, actually. Yeah. So we're going to start Instagramming. Yeah, well, we're going to restart because I couldn't be asked. And, uh, and uh, But now I've got Polly on board. Yeah. She's joined us on Insta. Just for the Lovejoy love. At Lovejoy A Pod. Yay! Brilliant. Okay, bye bye. bye. bye.
tell 